0: Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and Tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. This week we have Farah who will be leading us in the Tadabur discussion on tests and patience. Take it away Farah. Alright, thanks Rafsam Aikum
1: everyone. Uh, Okay, so today's surah is something that I uh, find comfort in, especially when I'm facing difficulties. So, just a little bit of introduction on the surah. It's actually verse 2 of Surah Al An Kabut. This surah was revealed in uh, Makkah at a time when Muslims had to endure extreme persecution. It was revealed shortly before the migration to Abyssinia. This surah got its title from verse forty-one, uh, where Allah mentioned a parable, where um, people who believe in um, other deities or other uh, things, then Allah, uh, they believe something like uh, the spider's web—it's very fragile and it's easily like you know when you just swipe it and then the the home of the spider will just get destroyed. So it's like that. So the theme of this surah, is centers around Iman and its importance during times of difficulty and hardship. Uh, so having true faith will give us perspective on life and a sense of purpose. The surah features stories about our prophets and their tests and trials. The story sort of put me in my place and it gives me a sort of confidence to face um, whatever difficulties and trials that I'm, I'm put through. Lah because um Allah is with me even though i mean even though our trials are really not as hard when you compare it to to the prophet i, I still feel we, we still need to feel that uh Allah is is with us all the time so like the stories in um this uh surah is or like uh, Nabi, for example, lah, Nabi Ibrahim, Nabi, Nabi Lut uh, and, and their people, lah, the sort of trials that they face and it's really, really great. I think we all know the story so I'm not going to go into that. Today's focus is on verse 2. Lah. It's one of my uh, favourite areas to remember when things get hard. So Allah is telling us that believers will be greatly tested and it's not enough to just say that we believe and not work towards increasing uh, our iman and, and towards our goal that is jannah. Uh, It tells me and it reminds me that nothing in this world is easy and that we will be challenged, whether emotionally or financially or spiritually. And our iman will ultimately be the guide that navigates us through uh, these hardships and difficulties. So the the verse uh, reads as such, Do the people think that they will be left to say we believe and they will not be tried? Um, The tests were meant to separate strong believers from the weak believers. Um, it kind of makes you think about which group uh, you want to be in, right? Like, um, I mean, weak believers are still strong, but the stronger believers have better iman. Lah. So, it, obviously, the we want to be one of those uh, Muslims with strong iman. So, there's the hadith uh, that that, that speaks about this. Um, so, Ustad bin Sa'ad, narrated from his father that a man said O Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which of the people is tried most severely he said the Prophet and those nearest to them then those nearest to them a man is tried according to his religion if he is firm in his religion then his trials are more severe and if he is frail in his religion then he is tried according to the strength of his religion the servant shall continue to be tried until he is left walking upon the earth and end so individuals that are the closest to Allah will be tested more severely. So I think uh, we should keep this in mind when we're being tested. Uh, whatever that we're going through sometimes feels like the hardest thing. Keep in mind that Allah loves you so much. So the last word in this uh, verse is Yuf uh, It's derived from the word Fatana. Fatana means to burn gold, to separate it from impurities. So I, I get really amazed uh, time and time again at how perfectly uh, words are arranged or used in the Quran it's like telling us that in order for us to see the good things uh, coming through, we have to go through a series of tests which is like the burning of gold in order to get pure gold, which is in our case, uh, rewards and the sweetness of iman. So during the time of uh, our Prophet wasallam, the believers were tested quite badly. They were abused, they were tortured and they were shunned. Uh, it's a very difficult time to live in um, and they were, not, they were not allowed to retaliate because if they did... Uh, it would be like uh, ruining the name of Islam. I, I, I imagine it would be so tough to go through, um, living through that period. I mean, we still we still go through that. La, some discrimination uh, from, you, you can read about it all over, all over the world. And I think we just have to be strong in the face of it. So another thing that the Sheikh mentioned um, in the lecture videos that we were watching is that uh, Allah did not send down trials and tests to you, to break you down or to destroy or to punish you. We shouldn't uh, view the trials and hardship negatively. We have to have Qusun that Allah is giving us these difficulties so that we don't have to face them in the grave or in the hereafter so that uh, my sins will be forgiven. Have a positive outlook. Think that it's a form of mercy from Allah and He only wants you to succeed and also to develop our patience, our iman, and our steadfastness further. We, at the end of the day, we need to ask ourselves uh, about our connection to Allah. Is it strong? Can we go through this and have complete reliance on Him? And I have to uh, read another uh, hadith which I found that was very um, relevant to uh, our discussion today. Uh, it's from Al-Adab Al-Mufran. Uh, it is narrated by Aisha radiallahu anha that the Prophet Wasallam said, when a Muslim is afflicted by an anxiety, pain or sickness, then because of that, his sins are atoned. So much so that if a thorn pricks him and he suffers a simple minor injury, his sins are forgiven. Getting pricked by a thorn is so, it's so minuscule, like so tiny thing. And even when that happens, our sins are forgiven. So can you imagine when we go through all the hardship, when we, when we fall ill, uh, all the trials in life, how much of our sins are being forgiven and and it's amazing that like Allah is just showing us His mercy and I've said before this is just one part of His mercy out of like a huge part of it. So wow it's it's just wonderful. We should change how we view our trials and to always have on Billah. Surround ourselves with good company that reminds us of Allah and have Allah in our hearts. And um, I saw this somewhere, I'm not sure who I'm not sure who said it. <laughs> the greatest the greatest test of faith is when you are not given what you want and still be able to say Alhamdulillah, Allah I think this is the greatest display of uh, patience that you can ever have. Like, to still be thankful when you don't get what you want. Uh, I think it's a sign of uh, maturity also. Ramadan has been um rough for me. Like, I mean, uh, it's great that we can stay home. I, I do still have to work, but uh, I get to stay home more than... Uh, I did last few years, but I went through some stuff at work and then some stuff personally, emotionally, and it was so it was so hard. I I I, I struggle a lot, especially when it comes to ibadah. Because how do you how do you, it was a question that I had uh, running through my mind. How do you do your ibadah when you feel like the world's biggest hypocrite? Like you're doing sins and you're doing something wrong, and it's totally self-inflicted so um, as a result of that my uh, solat my ibadah wasn't so sure. I lost focus and um, it was it was bad lah. and I after watching all these videos I think that at the root of it we are supposed to have bila, like you have to always think good of Allah that yes we do things uh, whether we realize whether we are aware of it or not but we still have to um, do what is uh, what is asked of us, our salah and all the other ibadahs that is that we are supposed to do, lah. And and to always remember that Allah always forgives. It's really it really is easier to say, uh, Allah will forgive you, Allah will forgive all my sins. But when you're actually facing something, and like macam, you make yourself believe that I I am so bad. I I did this. Like why did I do it? I don't think Allah forgive me. It it really is, it really is difficult to to put things in practice when you are really, uh, facing against the real thing. So yeah, this is this is really my favorite, one of my favorite ayahs to comfort me when I am facing hardship.
0: Okay, thank you, Farah, for sharing uh this week's topic on tests and patience. So um actually in the Quran um there are various verses on tests Uh, i think we covered um one previously um which i mentioned um surah al-baqarah ayat 155 verse 155 um which states that uh and we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and a loss of wealth and lives and fruits but give good tidings to the patient so like for me, for myself, my favorite verse when, um, or I, I won't say my favorite verse, okay, like it's my favorite verse in a way, um, that I remind myself when I'm facing uh, challenges, tests and challenges is uh, from in Al-Insira, fa'innama'al usri yusra, Ma'al usri yusra. Yeah, so that's one of my favorite verse. So in the Quran, like I mentioned earlier, that we have various um, verses on, on tests, uh, or rather human being will be tried. Uh, it has been mentioned many times, and it is believed to be inherent in creation, as in Ayat, uh, sorry, in uh, Surah sixty-seven, uh, verse number two, where God is described as He who created death and life to test you, as to which of you is best indeed, and He is the exalted in might and the forgiving. I know after hearing um, Farah's uh, sharing, as a believer, how do you try to overcome uh, Allah's test? Uh, perhaps we can hear from the others. Uh, maybe we can start off with uh, Ayn.
2: I don't think I've been tested or probably I didn't know that I'm being tested. Lah. <laughs> but I think uh, from what Farah mentioned at the last bit, yeah, I think that sets, that gives me comfort also lah by knowing that uh, because I don't think that I am tested as much as the usual. But I think, um, because I don't know whether I'm a good believer. <laughs> but well, uh, being, uh, not getting what I want, I think that is a test of my patience, right? So I think that, um, this ayat will give me comfort lah. I mean, knowing that, okay, I, I am going through this not just for the sake of it lah, it's to test my faith. Yeah. So on that, I, I, I don't know how I overcome it, but I, work towards making an effort, lah, making, taking an actions Because in my case, I'm trying very hard to, to have a family. So we are working towards that. So I've been trying very hard to not say anything and like, you know, to make sure that I'm doing all I can on my end. Really what is available and that I can do la Yeah. So I'm trying my best. It's very easy to say, like what Farah say, it's so easy to say, you no, know, uh hang on and everything, but I think it really boils down to how how you want to react to whatever is happening towards you. Yeah,
1: when you're when you're alone with your thoughts. Uh, itulah, that's yeah,
2: that's correct. Because cool. I understand what you say, my like, was wow, so easy to say, like but doing it uh, like oh wow, wow, very very difficult. Like the the feelings, the emotions yeah. and you know going through some like, it's not that I'm lazy or I'm procrastinating. It's just like my my myself. I'm not being myself at this point of time doing being tested like this, huh? So I know I understand how you feel, and now uh, we are here for you, Farah. Okay.
0: Thank you, Ayn, for sharing with us. So, um, as mentioned by Ayn earlier, uh, and also mm-hmm. Farah, I you know, about being patient when not given something that we want. Uh, recently, I came across a tweet by uh, Aida Azlin. I think someone asked about the adab of making dua. So one of the things that she shared, which her teachers taught her, is also to, if you want to ask for anything in the world, uh, we we should mention you know, to Allah to give it to us only if it's the best for me and my religion and my affairs in this dunya and akhirah. And if it's not good for me, may you give me ease and grace to accept it. For us to actually uh, tell Allah that, you know, if what we are asking for is not the best for us, it's bad for us, you not know, to give us ridah, to accept his plans. Yeah. So next, uh, probably we can hear from Nat, um, her thoughts about this. So how do you try to overcome your uh, Allah's test? Hey, yeah, I've had a few
3: tests, but then whenever I think about it, right, there will be something that comes up and when I compare with what I'm facing, it's not as bad. I think one of the biggest tests was when my dad collapsed and then after that he had to go for a surgery. So it was um, as much as it was a testing for us. I think we we were thankful that we met, like, because my mom works in heart center. So, like, she has the colleagues and the, she knows the doctors. So we are thankful for that. So I think, like, um, whenever faced with a test, what I do is that, I think I'm generally an optimistic person, like I try to be, I try not to think of the bad and I just keep praying for the best. So for me, it's like I will always like side myself up and say that, you know, I should be thankful that there are other people who are in worse situations than me and, uh, and I should take it in my stride strike, whatever that's happened. Yeah, so because uh, I believe that everything that happens always have hikmah behind it. So that's what I've also been telling my husband whenever he faces something. Like for example, he had to take his exams like five times and I told him, you know, there's a hikmah why you you only pass on your fifth time. And it's true, there, there was a good reason for why he it took him so long because eventually he got what he wanted but there, there were things going on so things would still be in a mess or you know, he would still be facing some problems. So, yeah, I think whatever that God gives is, uh, is not only a test. Like, even if you are doing well, right like now, I'm currently, like, thankful. Everything's quite quiet, you know, and uh, everything's good for me. I, I didn't realize that when things are good, you are also being tested. So, like, it it also tests your patience. Because ah, I had one of these um, Sharahan on Warna during fasting month. And they say that even if you're not being tested, life is good for you. It also tests your patience.
0: So thanks, Nad, for sharing with us uh, on your, you know, on your thoughts about today's your your reflection on today's uh, tadabbur. Uh, Mita, let's hear from you. Um, same as Nat, uh, to
4: remember what others are going through, like if you remind yourselves of the test that Nabi Muhammad went through and all the prophets went through, it's far worse than ours, lah. And so if we remember that what others are going through, we will also be more grateful and like gratitude puts everything in perspective lah like if if I feel like I'm going through something right I just think about the other positive things that I can be grateful for
0: yeah that's it yeah so uh, I agree Uh, putting things into perspective will let us see our tests in the bigger picture and also I think I think manage our emotions as well when we, you know, when we are faced with this tests. So do you have any tips to share to manage your emotions and feelings uh, when dealing with this tests? How, how about Farah?
1: For me, when I... When it was during the Ramadan period, I, I just have to force myself to remember that um, what, nothing happens without Allah's submission. Nothing at all. Even, even our... Uh, when we get up to pray... Uh, Or Qiyam Um, we we probably wouldn't get up if it's not because of Allah. Like, I mean, I used to think that uh together is ourselves, right? But no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just to um for me coping mechanism was to pray, and then it is during prayer that you just release all whatever you're thinking about your whatever hardship, whatever whatever thoughts that like you have, release it to Allah and know that He is listening he's always there with you he's closer to you than your jugular vein we we have to have complete reliance on Allah to regulate emotions ah, my coping mechanism also a bit odd I will go and I'll go shopping ah. but this time I shop for books so. <laughs> Yeah, that was my coping mechanism for the whole of Ramadan <laughs> Books.
0: Well, I think that works for I mean I mean it doesn't work for everyone, but I think if it yeah. works for you and it gives you a sense of calm and especially books, it's something I think it's something useful and you know increases your knowledge to, to learn what, what's in the books. I think it's good. How about not? What what are you know what are your tips uh, that you try to utilize to manage your emotions or feelings in dealing with stress?
3: Um, I usually make doa but recently uh, I know Ida has been has this challenge Ramadan challenge and she was saying that oh when you are for example when you're doing your household chores you can listen to Zikir so I did that and I find that actually Zikir helps you to stay calm so like if you don't know if you don't feel like I know there are days where you really don't feel like doing anything you are down but you don't really even feel like opening the Quran for example you know what you can do is that just on some Zikir and uh, I find that it actually helps. Or just listening to, like, Quran recitations, if, it's, if it gets difficult to read. That's what I did recently lah. But previously, I would just make do'a. Like, I try to solat, then read the Quran sometimes. But, you know, just sometimes you really don't have the... Like, if, as much as you try, you cannot go show. So, I think, like, Zikir was a good thing to do.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, sometimes, especially at work, when the going gets really tough, right? Or, you know, just, like... My mm. my heart is not at ease, so I just go to Spotify, just pick one of the ZK playlists or Salawat mm. playlists, and I play, listen to it. But I mean, I have to internalize them, also mm. make an effort to internalize them. I I realize that it brings mm. a certain sort of calm to me, uh, when I listen to this. So mm. yes, I think I think it's a nice thing to to do yes. when when you are faced with this. Yeah. So how about Mirta? I find just talking to someone about it is mm. good lah. Like for me
4: during oh, the okay. circuit breaker, right. Like, you have to work from home and go after your kids, then got no help at home, right? So, uh, I was very, very tired, la, out of it. So, I just talked to my husband and he he just let me sleep in like a few days and while he take care of the kids. So, I think if you share your feelings with someone, hopefully mm. they will they will find ways
0: to help mm. you. La. So, having a listening ear helps. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's your spouse or your, your friends, your close friends, yeah. I agree, yeah, because I think especially when you are in the circuit break, I mean, now that we are in the circuit breaker, socially isolated from the world, it really affects your emotional and mental well-being. Yeah, how about Ayn?
2: Take a break. Apart from the ZK, which I think it really helps though, like macam like, just put your mind calm. Uh, I think what I did is to sleep it off. I mean, I mean, it's not everyone that can sleep lah, but you try your best to just sleep it off, like give your mind a break for your own mental (laughs) well-being then after that uh when you are physically and mentally ready awake then you get back at what you're having issues on to me lah to me it helps in that way but i'm not sure whether it will help (laughs) for (laughs) you yeah
0: so like every i mean every one of these tips i I think we have to find something that works for us so not every one of these tips will help everyone yeah so do you do you guys have any uh, any favorite surah uh, that you not surah rather any favorite verse that you that you hold on to or rather that you you remind yourself of during times of uh, tears or troubles? Like for me, uh, like I mentioned earlier, is the surah Al Insira, the the two verses. For me, I
4: like the surah Al Baqarah, the verse two eight six. Uh, Allah does not burden any soul beyond what it can bear. So if Allah tests us, we just have to accept it, lah and and I'm sure we will get out of it, lah. Like verily, with every hardship
0: comes if so, it will have an end to it inshallah. So, so in a way, it's like um, I I guess I you know, it it reminds us also that whatever Allah test that Allah gives us is actually also in a way a test of our strength in overcoming. Overcoming that, that that issue lah, that problem. Uh, mine is <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, so far one is uh, of course our the verse that the, the particular mm-hmm, verse that yeah. we are uh, Tadaburing right now. Tadaburing <laughs> 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 Yeah, that we are having tadabur right now, yeah. So uh before we end, do you have any any last words for us? Hang in there guys, we'll get through this circuit breaker. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: <some> more now <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes, inshallah. So, yeah, so that's all for today's session. Thank you, everyone. Uh, if you like our content, please subscribe to our Quran journey on Spotify. And we are also on Instagram, same handle where we share our Quran journaling and do mini mood reviews. So, till our next tarabu session, inshallah. Stay safe and take care. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Bye bye.